the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may contain pre-recorded material. But it doesn't. Just for the record, I am live the entire time. And I try to catch that just as you hear it, lest you think you're going to get a pre-recorded show. It's a useless message. And this is my daily announcement of its uselessness. Okay, welcome to the show. I'm Dennis Prager. I have good news. What do you think of that? I told it to the living martyr who, like Oscar the Grouch, does not thrive on good news. (laughs) By the way, Oscar the Grouch was my favorite Sesame Street character. Do you know that when I was in graduate school, I watched Sesame Street before going to school every day? I can tell you all the characters, even Mr. Snuffleupagus, whom only Big Bird knew. All right? Just for the record, folks, I know that that comes as somewhat as a surprise. I thought the, I thought the program was hilarious. In the best sense, not, not in a mocking way. At any rate, here it is. It's from the Daily Mail. Number of children being homeschooled doubles to 5 million since beginning of the pandemic with 11% of families now teaching at home. That that is really, really good news. The only excuse you can have for sending your child to a regular private or public school in in most of this country is that you your family would enter poverty or quasi poverty if if you did so i guess, there is one other to be honest there is one other excuse you want your child to learn that america is essentially a rotten country you want your child to learn that there's no such thing as a boy or a girl Okay, then then there's every good reason for you to send your child to school. You don't want your child to learn a damn thing other than left-wing propaganda. Then you have, a, you have every reason to send your children to a regular school in this country. The number of U.S. children being homeschooled has doubled since the start of the pandemic from roughly 2.5 to 5 million, representing 11% of households nationwide now homeschooling their children. The reasons are varied, researchers say, but overall the shift represents a loss of faith in America's public school system. By the way, I don't know why they say that. It's also private school system. It's an odd thing. It's not people, obviously, if people had faith in private schools, they'd send them to private schools. The elite private schools are, are, are at least as bad as the public schools at least as bad. They're taught by, by anti-American, anti-truth teachers, led by anti-truth principles. 
Did I tell you? Yes, I did. I told you yesterday. Things that the the head of the uh, of, of the teachers union in in Los Angeles, Cecily Myart Cruz, <laughs> and this is from Los Angeles Magazine. What was the what was the, the the precious quote that we we got from her from this very very long article? I mean, the the woman is is essentially I mean, though she would not use the term. She's. She would be indistinguishable from what was known in the old days as a communist. I mean, the the, the stuff that that she advocates teaching. I mean, the woman the woman hates this country. The union hates this country. They're ruining your children. And and people do it. Here, oh yeah, oh oh, that's right. This is really something. Ah, oh, God. Our kids didn't lose anything. It's okay that our babies may not have learned all their times tables. They learned resilience. They learned survival. They learned critical thinking skills. They know the difference between a riot and a protest. They know the words insurrection and coup. So that's what they want. They don't care if your child knows a times table. Times table, that's, that's white supremacy to insist on mathematical basic math knowledge. But to know the difference between a riot and a protest, and to know the words insurrection and coup, that's what we want your children to know. And you keep sending your children there. Now, I love clarity and honesty. So if you say, I love that my children are being referred to as students and not as boys and girls, I love the fact that they are asked what their preferred pronoun is. I love the fact that they are taught sex at a very early age. I love the fact that they have a drag queen study hour, a story hour at the at the library or at the school. I love the fact that they are taught that America was founded in order to create more slaves and preserve slavery. Now, if you say that, then I have no argument with you. But if you don't love it, then I'm sorry. I really am sorry. It's not easy to transfer over to homeschooling or to find a decent school which believes in truth. It's not easy. However, the price paid for sending your child to that to a regular school, private or public, is... is may very well end up in the alienation of your child from his or her country, his or her family. And not to mention from God and religion, which may not matter to most of you, but not most of you, most Americans. Overall, the shift represents a loss of faith in America's public school system amid the challenges presented during the coronavirus pandemic. Black families represent the largest group moving to homeschooling. That's fascinating, isn't that? I didn't know that, did you? 16% of households now teaching at home. That is a great move. You really do have an option, black families. There it is for you. This compares to 12% of Hispanic families now homeschooling, up from 6.2% before the pandemic and 9% 
9.7% of white families, up from 5.7% last year. Around 8.8% of Asian families are homeschooling, up from 4.9% in spring 2020. Wow, this is a big deal. Comes as an unprecedented number of parents have been able to see how their children are being educated up close and remote learning. <laughs> Amid remote learning. Oh, isn't that awesome? You never, you never know when there's a silver lining in a dark time, do you? Parents have tuned in to see the, uh, the twisted notion of education that has taken over our schools. Many are finding they want more individualized learning options. Alex Spurrier, one of the authors of the Bellwether to- study, told Axios. Now, this is amazing. For families of color, motivations include protecting their children from racism in public schools, as well as lower expectations placed on them, which can have a negative impact on performance. No kidding. Well, that is the racism that they experience in public schools. There is massive racism in public schools, and it is by the white leftist, the greatest source of racism in America, for whom, within whom there is deep contempt for the black American. You cannot live by the same standards as all others, so we will drop standards. For other parents, they are dissatisfied with how race issues were being taught in public schools and the social justice protests and the rise of anti-Asian hate crimes over the past year. The disproportionate number of the anti-Asian hate crimes were committed by blacks, but nobody wants to write that because truth is not a media endeavor goal. As an African-American, I didn't like the way the school was addressing some of the cultural things going on, a mother of three in Richmond said, made the switch to homeschooling. Well, whatever your reasons, take them out. That's, that's, the, way it, that's the way it works. So there is good news. Now, I looked at the chart here, homeschooling rates by household of households by state. So let's see here. Uh, September 30th to October 12th, 2020. All right. What do you think, what state do you think has the highest percentage? I didn't guess it. Alaska. The second, if I read this correctly, is Oklahoma. But they're all up there. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. 
But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Headline, New York Times, spurning critics, Biden calls exit notable success. And they called Donald Trump a liar. Can you imagine if there was anything comparable done during the Trump era? The media uh, are so dishonest. They're propaganda wings of of the New York of the not the New York Times of of the Democratic Party. That's all they are. Like Pravda was to the Communist Party, what the New York Times, Washington Post, and L.A. Times are to the Democratic Party. That's it. The analogy is. There are no analogies that are perfect. It's close to perfect. A a success. You leave a country and you leave all your weapons, tens of billions of dollars in weaponry, you leave them to among the worst human beings on the planet? That's a success? As you leave, more... American servicemen and women are killed in any one day than in seven years. That's a success. What's a failure? My only question is, does does this crook, Joe Biden, a true crook, the most the most crooked man to be in the presidency in my lifetime, is this man, and I've never said that about any president, Democrat or a Republican, just for the record. Does this man believe that? Does he believe that it was a success? What do you think? Yeah, I think he does too. Yeah. Can you tell me a lie that, that Donald Trump stated in four years that is comparable in its seriousness to this one? That is as antithetical to truth as this one? I, I, I can't. But, uh, but he gets a pass. This this will not even be an issue in a week. Not an issue. What do the generals think? What do the military think? We have given over all of these armaments to people who want us dead. To people who want half their fellow countrymen dead. The people who burn people alive as a, as a matter of course, who rape boys. You know about that? There's a big feature in Afghanistan. It, it tore the hearts out of a lot of our uh, servicemen to, to watch even allies keep a boy. Yes, yes. Biden calls exit notable success. Why wasn't the air why wasn't the other airfield bombed? Why wasn't the weaponry either destroyed or taken out? Why? 
At any of his press conferences, did anyone outside of Fox News ask this, these questions? This, it's not a rhetorical question. I'm, I'm asking the question. Are you familiar with anyone from NBC, ABC, CBS? Why do they even have these multiple sources? They just need one. They didn't waste their money on multiple sources in the Soviet Union. And by the way, regarding the Soviet Union, I noted that there were more rights in the Soviet Union, with the exception of private free speech, than there are in Australia today. Australia has more laws violating one's freedom than the Soviet Union did. Because you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to violate all laws. Did you see the, uh, in the name of freedom, in the name of, of safety, see the man who was arrested, who was handcuffed? He was alone, alone with his little girl daughter in a park, and he was not wearing a mask in the park, and he was handcuffed in front of his daughter. Most Australians, where was I reading this yesterday? They're, they're okay with it. Was it in the City Journal? Yeah. Okay. As I've said, freedom is a value, not an instinct. The Australians are proving the point. For those of us who value freedom, it, it, it's a bit incomprehensible. But that is what it is. My next fireside chat will be with this remarkable woman I had on the radio from North Korea. She says it's fascinating. I'll be with her this evening as well. She says that the North Korean does not understand, literally does not understand, not a matter of has not experienced, does not understand thinking for oneself. It it is alien. uh, I can't think of an analogy, but it is alien to the North Korean, let alone the concept of freedom. What does freedom mean? Literally, it's an interesting thing. If it were an instinct, people wouldn't need to have it defined, would they? So unless you are taught that freedom is important, you do not, not only do you not yearn for it, you don't even know what it is. Now, you don't have to be taught other instincts. You don't have to be taught what does it mean to eat, right? Nobody has to teach you what it means to eat. Nobody has to teach you, once you're an adult at any rate, uh, what, what sex is about. These are built-in instincts. Freedom is not a built-in instinct. I was looking at photos of Kim Jong-un, who, by the way, has lost a lot of weight. Did you notice that? About 40 pounds, they estimate. They banned thinking about his obesity. Did you know that? It was banned in North Korea. And North Koreans believe that he is able to know what you think. So that is not a little thing to ban thought in North Korea. 
But what I did was I studied the photos of the ecstatic crowd that was just recently photographed cheering and applauding Kim Jong-un. And I, I just stared at their faces. This was genuine ecstasy. The women were in tears. They were, they were sort of hysterical, like when, when little girls or young girls saw the Beatles. We'll be back. 1-8 Prager 776. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Hello, my friends. I'm Dennis Prager. And too bad Anonymous gave up about books that were being assigned in in Anonymous' school. If you're still there, I I would be interested one eight Prager seven seven six. Tommy in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Hello. Hello, Tommy. Uh, is Tommy there? Okay. Too bad. Maybe we'll catch you again. Tommy lost a son in Afghanistan. I was interested in speaking to him. It is what it is. We'll try it a little later. Scott in uh, Santa Barbara, California. Hello. Hi, Dennis. Uh, yeah, nice to talk to you. Hey, I wanted to talk about the the equipment and uh, the, the military items that were left behind. Uh, to be fair, they were left with the Afghani military, and when they abandoned the place, they left them behind. Oh. Okay, so what does that mean to yeah. be? What does that mean to be fair? Well, it wasn't like the military left them there and then they abandoned and left them there. They left them with a supposedly a, a, an army, an army to defend them. Right. So there was there was no conti- so there was no contingency uh, plan for should the Afghan army collapse? What do we do with tens no. of billions of dollars of sophisticated American arms? It's a bad plan, for sure, and it doesn't look like there was a contingency plan. But if you know, they would have done some sort of scorched earth with the my. No, you don't do a scorched earth while the Afghan army is still fighting. But you exactly all right, fine. But while well, exactly can go in both directions. (laughs) Everything about this was terrible. 
including, and I am in a minority of Americans, I opposed leaving Afghanistan from the outset. I literally have not heard a single good argument. Every single argument, including from some very prominent conservatives, is emotional. We've been there 20 years is not an argument. I'm sorry. It is truly not an argument. It is what I taught my kids this term at an early age, a non sequitur. Because it has nothing to do with the question of whether you remain. The only question you ask in life is not how long have you been doing it, is is it worth being there today? Not how long have I been there, is it worth being there today? And of course it was, at extremely small price, thank God, in, in blood. We were keeping relative stability, relative stability to an unstable place. And, and the, the American president's insulting and humiliating of the Afghan army that lost, what, 70,000 people? 70,000. How many did we lose, all told? 4,000 in 20 years? 70,000. And he, and he has the temerity to speak, speak of them disparagingly? By the way, can you imagine Donald Trump as the, uh, as the caskets of, of American servicemen and women were being transferred, looking at his watch at virtually uh, during every transfer of a casket? Can you imagine what a big deal that would be? The uproar in this country at the, the, at the contemptible president that we have? We're in trouble, folks. We are in trouble. The media is worthless. It's much worse than worthless. I wish the media were worthless. I, I, we could live with a worthless media. They're damaging. They have no commitment to truth. They have a commitment to the left. And, and the party that represents the left, the Democratic Party. That is all they are. They are nothing more than that. The Los Angeles Times prints a piece saying that Larry Elder is the, is the black face of white supremacy, and that paper keeps that woman employed and by the name of Guerrero. This woman is despicable. She is a thug in print. She is a liar. She is a hater. She is a fool. And the, and the L.A. Times keeps printing her. Larry Elder is the face of white supremacy. There is nothing a leftist can say that will get them fired. It is not possible to go too far left. It is not. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. 
Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Possible. Imagine that. Think about it, my friends. Think about the Los Angeles Times printing a piece that says that Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy. And tell me why that paper deserves to be read. I I am canceling my subscription. I I can't believe I haven't canceled my subscription. It's it's, It's junk. The L.A. Times has turned into junk. Not every reporter at the L.A. Times is a fraud, however, or an anti-American hater. However, they say nothing about the anti-American haters. So the L.A. Times consists of anti-American haters and people who don't speak up. Why is there not one individual in the entire Los Angeles Times edifice that has said, that is, frankly, going over the top? Right? Remember when uh, William Buckley took on the John Burke Society? The, 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 there's no self-criticism on the left because you can't be too left. It's not possible. You know, it's printed, people hear it, and then they don't react. We're inured to left-wing hatred. There is literally nothing they could say that B would say, oh, that's really, you know, that's over the top. If men give birth is normative, then Larry Elder being the, the black face of white superiority, uh, uh, supremacy, that's, that, that, that's, that's normative too. That's, that's where we are at the, this, this, uh, the state of the American media. Did the New York Times condemn it? Of course not. I mean, the, the thought is, do you think there's anybody at the New York Times who think that's over the top? Anyway, they published Charles M. Blow, who's the, who's the uh, equivalent to uh, this woman, Guerrero. What's her first name? Jean. Jean Guerrero? Guerrero or Guerrero? Jean Guerrero. They got Charles Blow. They got Jean Guerrero. There you go. Now, let's see if we have this uh, dad in Ann Arbor, Michigan now. Tommy, hello. Hey, Dennis. It's it's an honor to talk to you. I, I apologize for I'm installing hardwood floors. I got a flooring business here, and uh, I didn't think I'd be on the show. It's an honor to be on the show. Well, that's very sweet of uh, you. What does your having a flooring business have to do with your not being uh, on the show? Oh, I was I was working, and I thought, oh, I won't be on the show. So I was nailing in some some boards, and uh, the next thing you know, I hear my phone, and I I hear hear you on there saying Tommy from Ann Arbor, and I was like, holy moly, I can't believe I'm on the show. Now, don't say what you really said to yourself, but was it holy moly? Um, not at all. <laughs> right, I didn't think so. Nobody says to themselves, holy moly. Okay, go ahead. Um, well, first, I gotta say, we can't call it the media anymore. We have to call it state-run news, because that's what it is. Fair enough. News run, news run by the state. Um, and I, I, 
and we'll, now we'll go back to the Afghanistan situation, which uh, is something that's, uh, you know, it touches me to the core. My, my stepson, Daniel, um, I have two stepsons that were in the military, and my daughter's boyfriend of many years is in the uh, Michigan National Guard. Um, and and he, um, he's on the terror task force. Um, he, without getting too much into detail, he, uh, he fights terrorism from a computer and drones. Um, my middle stepson, Darren, was in the Marine Corps. Um, he was in the Battle of Fallujah and spent three years there. Um, and Daniel was in Iraq at the same time as Darren. Um, he did three tours. He was in Mosul. He, um, his fourth tour was in Afghanistan, and that was in, like, 2009, I believe, 2010. Um, he got hit with a roadside bomb um, and survived. Um, he had a brain bleed on the left side of his, of his brain, um, and he's a big kid. I mean, he's uh, your atypical sergeant, um, went to U of M Flint, they well, tell me, tell me the, the tell me the bottom line. Um, he died of a brain aneurysm uh-huh. in fourteen. Uh, um, okay, and, and he was a big weightlifting, and that they say that's mm-hmm. kind of what, kind of what did it. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, you lose, and then Darren committed suicide in eleven. Oh um, my god! Oh yep, my families god. that he had saved when we left with no plan, when Obama left with no plan. He hit it hard, and this kid told me everything, Dennis. Oh, my God. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Anonymous in Santa Clarita, California. Hello. Hi, how are you, Dennis? I'm well, thank you. Um, you spoke earlier about um, homeschooling, and this has a lot to do with homeschooling, I hope, for Santa Clarita Valley. I just got word this morning that the Santa Clarita Valley uh, School District, which uh, is for the junior and high schools in the area, are going to do a presentation to a junior high school. The presentation is a book called Bridges to Heal Us. It's by Aaron Jones, and it basically states that we cannot change racism on our own. This book will actually teach them how to do racism, how to take care of racism. Second book is called Stories for Healing, which will actually tell students that anyone who voted for Trump is a racist. This is a great reason to do homeschooling and a great reason for parents. What is what is the name of that? What is the name of the second book? The second book is called I'm on I'm driving Stories for Healing by. And that one is by, um, what I'm driving. Well, I don't want you to get to too much. No, I don't have it in front of me. I have to stop. All right. I, when you get, tell Sean when you. <clears throat> Sean has no access to the phone. I, I'm learning this after 20 years here. <laughs> I don't see how that's possible because he puts me on with them after after they call. All right, anyway, uh, I'm going to look into that. Th- that's uh, that's quite remarkable. 
John in Chicago, hello. Hello, sir. Um, I wanted to ask you about your position regarding uh, Afghanistan. As you know, Donald Trump became the Republican nominee for president in 2016, pledging to withdraw all our forces from Afghanistan, which inescapably means letting the Taliban take over. And he simultaneously pledged to ban all Muslims from entering the United States of America. Oh, you're, you're, all right, you see, it's it's... Uh, you don't do yourself any favor. Everybody listening knows you're lying. So why do you say it? You're not going to get away with it. Because you have friends who agree with you? He banned all Muslims from the United States? What are you talking about? No, he said he about? wanted to. No, he didn't he say said that. He, wanted to. he didn't say that. He was talking about a handful of countries that were at war at that time. As regards his position on Afghanistan, I differed with it then. I differ with it now. There's nobody on earth I agree with all the time. No one. Only me. I agree with me all the time. You agree with you all the time. If I were to only support people I agree with all the time, I would support no one. However, thank God my parents knocked narcissism out of me, and I understand that flawed people run for office. In the meantime, the man was a great president. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com